My only experience was this guy bringing me into the simulator. That's how I learned. Steve um, got me into golf. And I, in the movement that Steve has created, um, he's basically got everyone that can't play golf into golf and we still can't play, but it's awesome. <laughs> no, and I like it. And the way I look at it, Ben, I, I, I want to get, you know, it's always this thing with skating where it's like, uh, what is it, that movie with Cap Rooney with uh, Jamie Foxx, you know? It's like oh, a, uh, Any Give a Sunday. Yeah, I'm Cap Rooney, dude. I keep skating and I'm like, oh, I'm not, I'm, I'm done. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I, I kind of want to do some more stuff. And I, I and then it met, and I'm like, I can't do golf yet. I, I could do it, but I can't quite do it yet because I want to go do that. So I'm like, the golf, I keep it to where I'm getting a little better but I'm not ready to dump a couple of other things that I currently do. I always thought about golf before Steve. I was like, I'll get into it when I'm older, you know? So I love it and, I, and I'm highly into it, but that's, I'm gonna do that serious, consistent lesson later. everybody welcome back to another week of the par three podcast i'm one of your hosts Stephen mobbin we got my man jr ben baller and one of my favorites designer skateboard legend entrepreneur real ledge mr sal barbier welcome to the first tee welcome to the first tee thank you thank you so let's just jump right into it sal uh not too many people have heard this story, but Sal, why don't you tell us your first memory of golf? My very first memory of golf was uh, my friend was hitting in the backyard. I didn't know what any of the, I didn't know what any club was called. I didn't know anything. He's hitting in my backyard. He's 10 feet away from a cinder block wall and he's trying to hit it with a, I know now, but back then I called it a fairy stick because it was the smallest one in the bag. It was a wedge. And I was like, walked out of my house, and I said, dude, what are you doing? I was like, grab the man stick. So I jumped in the bag, and I grabbed the biggest club you could find. I know now it's wood. And I gripped it, probably with a good baseball grip, because I didn't know how to swing. And I swung it as hard as I could, and I missed and he didn't say anything, and I go, yeah, move out the way, man. I don't know what you're doing. you got to put some power in it. And I swung it as hard as I could, and it hit the wall, and it came back right in my face. <laughs> it was about 10 feet away, and uh, I knew then that I had, like, a lot of power in my stroke. It ripped a hole in my lip, cracked my tooth, and I went to the hospital in the emergency room, and the doctor was all whoa man he he called everyone in there he's all tell him what you did again he's like if that would hit your eye i mean it would have been stuck in your skull it, <laughs> i mean it came back so i know from hitting on the simulator and going out to the range it's a totally different experience when you gauge your uh your power against a wall so let me understand 10 this. feet away the guy was chipping at the wall nice and easy and you said get out of the way let me show you how it's done you grab yeah. a wood or three wood or a driver or something, 
hit it as hard as you can directly into the wall and it ricochets back and hits you in your lip. Yeah, I was about 10 feet away. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's probably one of the worst golf injuries I've ever heard. Yeah, it was it it I was afraid to play golf for a while after that. It you was think? Un, it was unbelievable. Yeah. It's a dangerous sport. <laughs> My lip was hanging down. I mean, in Louisiana they had golf courses on these Breck uh parks and I they were completely flat. I didn't know they were golf courses till now. They were completely flat. <laughs> there was no sand. There was like, I'd see people hitting from, we would run across it and then they had a flag at the end. That was it. It was like straight goat grass to like a flag. And that was it. And I called there the other day to try to help with a skate park. And I said, you could just put it in the golf course. There's no way anyone plays there. <laughs> And they said, yeah, well, you're kind of right, but we're going to use some of that area for the zoo. So that that's why I didn't know about all these things, you know. And growing up, the the first love sport you had was skateboarding? No, uh, I'd have probably been in the NFL. I was like a really good safety in the sixth and seventh grade. <laughs> 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 then I had dreams of basketball, and uh, I did that in the eighth grade. And then I noticed in high school, there was a reoccurring theme where it was like, you know, I, I got pretty good at basketball. And then I had one F on my report court and my mom's like, you cannot play basketball. And then I went for the tennis thing, which was a little bit later. And I made that team and same thing. It was like, you got one F, you can't play tennis. So I always kept an F and it kind of ended <laughs> every sport that I tried. But skateboarding. Well, I would say that I was really good at cross country and track, and the coach told me, Barbier, we can fix that F. Don't worry about it. But <laughs> I was starting to ride my BMX bike, and I was like, I just started doing that first. I, I preferred that. I was training in ninth grade. I was very determined in sports, so I was running like – I set my watch. It was like every other day I was probably running like a – an hour and a half <laughs> and running up hills at the end. And I was like, I'm going to win state because I went to state as an alternate in a cross country. And every time I would run, I would pass all these kids that I knew they were skating and riding bikes on a ramp. And then an hour later on my way back before I was going to get to my hill regimen, I saw them there again. And I, and I just cracked after a while. I was like, that looks like a little bit more fun than what I've been doing for about two months straight. And then it became, BMX first, and then from there, you know, I got a skateboard. I did the same thing with the bike. She was like, you have an F, you're no longer riding the bike. <laughs> so, God damn. She had no idea there was like a skateboard in the, it wasn't even a thing yet, so I had the skateboard in the house, and, uh, you know, I took that out and started going on all the ramps, and it, it was interesting because I felt like, uh, I felt like it was a natural at all the things that I was getting into, you know, because the, the, there was a guy that did BMX in the neighborhood freestyle. And he's like, I'll give you a helmet. I'll give you a helmet. I'll give you all this stuff. Just don't skate because no one rode with him. And I was getting pretty good. And I, I went and I got, it worked all summer. I got this crazy Eddie Field, a GT pro performer, really expensive. And then out came the F again. And she was like, you can't ride the bike until you, clean that up and I had the board in the house so I took that out and then that was it 
And so fast forward, what was skateboarding like prior to that day? And then through your career of skateboarding, kind of what was the transformation that, that you saw or and obviously was a part of? Well, I was going to be a, I was going to be a jock before that. <laughs> you would have known me. We would have been battling. You'd been, we'd have been a different conversation right now. It would have been like, you know, I might have been Jordan. You might have been Pippin. I don't know. I was determined. I like that. Okay. And, uh, you know, when you, the antithesis of that is like, okay, well, fuck, you, you got an F. You know, what do you do? Like, what, what this is like not a sport. It's kind of like a, a pastime with a lifestyle attached to it, where it's all kind of like the rejects go to, right? Because in high school, it's like, uh, you know, public schools are different in Louisiana. You know, I, in the ninth grade, you know, it's like, imagine you show up with uh, Jordans. And for kids that don't know, this is like when Michael Jordan's playing. And, and you show up with these Jordans, right? And you skated in them. And they're like, mm. it's a public school, right? So they're just mm. like, they got snaps and Def Jam jokes for days. I'm like, <laughs> God damn, really? Like, the, you, yo, you got to come over and see this. Like, it, it just, so you're, you're kind of like the lifestyle, the music, the people that do it. It's kind of like an alternative thing, you know? It's an alternative thing for maybe some people don't like sports. Um, maybe others are good at it and decided not to do sports. But you, it's got its own lifestyle around it. So it was like... You know, in the 80s, it was kind of like, oh, well, you know, you got clicks in high school. So it would be like, well, those are the weird people over there. Weird music, you know, w torn up clothes, like just totally unacceptable, you know. And stereotypically, you know, I always lived in, you know, black neighborhoods. So riding that board back home was like just the most uncomfortable thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, bro, in the 80s, you know, I remember when Nautis, like when I was skating around L.A., I mean, Nautis was rocking 85, you know, in 85 and 86, he was wearing Laker color Jordans, you know what I mean? That was OG color shit, you know, and you see these dudes rocking, yeah. Jays was like, that was it, but you had to have bread because they were $65, $70, which is, you know, equivalent to 300 bucks now today. Yeah, it, it, you're a sneaker guy, so it, it's Louisiana, so it's interesting because there is no, there's maybe like five or six of us in the neighborhood not, not in the neighborhood zero in the neighborhood you know five or six in the high school and think about it when you got shoes it was like you you know you wore that pair for the whole school year yeah right so one you know you you they go you go through it fast it's like two days of skating and it's already ripped up so you can imagine as a year progresses the jokes get better <laughs> you know you put shugu on it it's just like over with and then the first time I wore Vans, they were like, oh, my God, you, he went from Jordans to Kmart. <laughs> and it was like they were having a field day. They'd never seen Vans in Louisiana. They were, they were like, it was the snaps were like Steve Harvey level. It was like every time, like, you know, you go to school and you're skating back then, it was like, you know, it was a, it was a pretty cool experience because we were, you know, outcast but pretty cool. So nobody gave us that hard of a time, but it was like a friendly, never-ending dig, you know? What do you think the correlation between skateboarders from, from you know, that are your age all the way down to, like, these young kids today and their, like, obsession with goth? Well, skaters today, skaters today are completely delusional. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, I, I look at it like this. I come out to play golf. I got to play it against sports bag, Chichi Rodriguez clubs. I'm like coming out there. I'm like, move. I'm like, I play it against sports. Team play it against sports. I'm like, I'm hitting with McGregor balls that have negative. They come back after you hit them. Like I'm hitting with the worst shit. And I'm like, you know what? I'm like, you guys really suck. And they're like, dude, I'm like, no, you, you, you lost. You barely beat me. But you're like, I'm like, I have to give you an analogy. It's like, if I was like, Jerry, man, I've been playing basketball. Can you talk to some people at the Lakers? Like, I want to come out and try out. Like, I've been playing. I've been playing pickup ball. I'm getting pretty good, right? (laughs) That's what these guys are like. I'm like, dude, do you realize, I try to use you as an example all the time. I said, it's like, dude, if I gave Steve a skateboard and Steve hit me back and like, dude, I've been doing it for like five years you know, four years, man, can I come to the park with you? I'd be like, yeah, you can come, but Steve, be careful. Like (laughs) you missed your window. Like the window was, the window was when you were Remy, you missed the window. Like I try to, and and I ask them all the time. I say, there are no stories in golf where the guy's only been playing two years. He's just as good as anybody. They don't have those, do they? It's a tricky one. Oh, come on. Okay. Are there any stories of people over 40 that have those stories that have only been playing for a year and a half or two? And then all of a sudden you're like, man, that guy, he could swing with the best of them. No, it's like, it's like me learning to skateboard at 47. It's going to be hard to get really good by 50. Well, you know what I mean? And you don't want to call any names because their skaters are delusional. Like they're delusional. And the fact that. You know, be, who's been beating you? Curtis? Curtis. Here's the way I look at it. If <laughs> I, if I tie screen. you, if I tie you and I beat you, then you're on the other side of the, you're on the municipal side of the game. You're not going, you shouldn't be on those trips with Steve. You're slowing the cart down. Nobody wants to look for your ball that you hit and that you get a case of McGregor's. <laughs> like, Quit asking for the vice ball with the NBA team on it. You do not. You're wasting balls. Now, see, they, they, and someone didn't believe me. I said, dude, I said, look, I'm not going to use any names. I said, look, man, last time we played, I beat you by 12 strokes. On a par three. Yeah. And they're like, that's not possible. I said, oh, yeah, it is. I go, you, 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 that was gracious because you picked it up. You, you, how do you pick it up on a par three where you're like, just pick it up, dude. Just pick it up. Like, don't count anymore. <laughs> then I found a scorecard from another victim. And I said, well, what's this? They were like, it's not possible. I go, read it. Read it right there. <laughs> so these guys, I, I, so I'm realistic. I know where I sit. I don't want to get fitted for clubs yet. I'm cool with the Chi-Chi setup. I don't want to get, I, I lost, you gave me that Pelicans ball, you know, shout out to the New Orleans Pelicans. I was really into those balls. I lost every one of them. I'm like, dude, I should have saved those. And so <laughs> I figured out, I'm like, I've always been rational. I never had this thing where I was like, man, I'm going to get these clubs. I'm going to get fitted. I need a Scotty Cameron putter. You know, I was always like, nah, dude, I got to wait until I get fitted because I, I looked at my swing. I fixed it now. But when I looked at it, oh, man, it w- wasn't that long ago. I will say that. It looked like Charles Barkley combined <laughs> with Ken Griffey Jr. It was it was all arms. It was like Hercules. I was like, dude, that is, 
like, and I didn't talk about it. I didn't brag. I always said, like, man, yeah, I said, I got a terrible swing, but you guys are, you know, you're, you're just as bad. And the thing I found about golf, what I like about it is I, I like to talk a lot of smack and you're stuck with me <laughs> for 18 holes. <laughs> and mentally, I've already broken you down. And, you know, Curtis is a perfect example because I'm like, you're supposed to win, dude. You've been playing for like, I don't know how long, but I already beat you once. And like, that's insane to me. And so that in his head has just broken him down. I don't see, I told him, I said, there's levels to it, man. I said, I'm not going to beat Steve. It's not going to be like, Steve, man, I almost had you. I'm like, no, there's levels. And, and some guys are up there. I know, I know where I'm at right now. I, I don't want to, uh, I don't want people on the man. He tried to get on a trip with us, but nah, dude, not, not yet. You know what I mean? I get that. And I'm like, I equate it again. I say, I'm not bringing Steve over to Upland to ride the pipe either. <laughs> he ain't ready for it. I'm like, yeah. so, and I, and I feel weird about lessons too, because I'm like, what do you get a 700 pack of lessons? <laughs> I was like, what do you, like these guys are like, I got, I got a lesson today. I'm like, how you, you've got one, you need like a, you need to, you need to live with someone like karate kid. I don't, <laughs> like at a certain age, <laughs> how do you do it? Be realistic. <laughs> Bro. <sighs> I will challenge. I, I heard you had a tournament. I was praying that, like, please, someone do a tournament of the people. Call it the people that don't play that well. Some of them think they do. Others know. And it could be me battling out with Curtis, Fanuki, And every time, you notice how every time I play someone like that, you bet against me and you lose? That you're you're like oh do you play, can Javier Nunez can you beat Hobbs? I love Javier to death, but <laughs> that was the scorecard I pulled up. It was like what, what, I beat what's, him by what's Hobbs index? <laughs> like what do you think it is? Hobbs Steven? in Hobbs' defense, he said, "Man, I don't care about that. I skate." Okay, so I can live with that all day. And I was like, Hobbs, I'm just messing with you. What's man. his I'm handicap not. though? We we just say extremely <laughs> extremely handicapped. <laughs> like, oh wow! Even, look, that that's my point. I don't have a handicap because I don't want to know. I don't even hit. Like, I don't even go out like that. You know, I've played on some really nice courses, and I lost a lot of balls. That's my. <laughs> <laughs> that's your handicap. You lose a lot no, of balls. They, I didn't know what that. But people are like, "What's your handicap?" I said it I was mean, extremely you know, like, handicapped. I can't tell you like what. Not in my defense or anybody's, but like. I didn't want to go into it unless I was going to go into it, right? Of course, I caught the bug, but like he was like, look, get a coach. And my coach is like, look, I'll drop you in a second. You know, like I don't do that little funny shit. You do five weeks. We're like, oh, you do, oh, you feel good. Okay, cool. And then take two weeks off or take this. You know, if you're serious about it and, you know, you really go see it and you really understand where, you know, it took three months. I'll think about something he told me three months ago. I'm like, oh, that makes sense now, you know, and, and throughout a, a year, well, a little over a year I've been swinging, but I mean, it's been barely a year since I've been playing rounds. The lessons had to help, you know, because I stuck with one person. I didn't go to YouTube. I didn't watch a bunch of other people, but starting to understand things. Even when he tells me something like, yo, you know, a ping pong, like JR's like, yo, when you think, you know, think about a top spin and just things like that, little things I pick up. But if you're out there, I mean, look, I get it. Some people, no. a friend of mine told me, he's like, hey man, you actually went out there and tried to get good. I just wanted to go out there and play. And I respect that too. But I understand trying to get good and I'm all about doing that, but I, I do it with so many different things that I kind of, I don't, 
I'm serious. Like when you had the simulator, which messed up my game big time, <laughs> I needed a I needed a cinder block wall, but the simulator was giving me false readings. I can gauge where I <laughs> I can gauge where it hit when it hits me in the face, but that that really threw off my short game. But um, no, I'm really serious about it. Like it's, but you know, what am I gonna do with it? You know what I'm saying? I get it, but at the same time. I understand where I'm at. You know what I mean? And I'm, right. like, I'm not like, Steve, dude, let's do this. Let's partner up, you and I, in this tournament. Like, <laughs> I think we can get them. Use your money, not mine. <laughs> but you know what, like, though? I'm going to say this out. Do you remember in 2009, London Hotel, undefeated party, and a basketball game? Most Steph performed. Do you remember? I remember you got mad at me because I was one of the judges. Me, me, me and James Bond, and it no. was a dunk contest. No, I won that dunk contest. Yeah, I know. And you oh, got yeah. mad at me because I didn't. see me, JR. It was. <laughs> he did win it, though, but I was actually shocked. <laughs> hey, hold on, really quick. And, and uh, what's our man? What's our man? Oh, I was insane. I was on fire. What's our man? Coltrane. Coltrane, Coltrane. Coltrane. ran it. Yeah. Coltrane said, Jesus Christ, where have you been all this time? What dunk won it, though? Wh which dunk you won? <laughs> I, I gave, I, you know what I started out with? Who's the, what's the girl uh, who came out? Candace Parker. Candace Parker. <laughs> sure off, man. Then I then I went into the uh, Vince Carter. My bag. bad. You know okay. what? I was doing it. It was dunk. Coltrane. I thought it was you. Coltrane got mad at me because you won, and he was like saying, "Man, he actually went on like a blog back then. He's like, man, Ben Yang hated on me. Blah blah. So Ben Yang, not Coltrane Ben was, was Coltrane in it, or was he, he was in he it? He was oh, the event production could, dude. Guy I grabbed the dollar off the top and put the change and dunk. Come on. <laughs> I did every dunk. I did dunks that people. How high was this room? I forgot. <laughs> it was it was like eight and a half feet. It was like eight and a half feet. Eight and a half feet. I was doing. I mean, yeah. But I he was out you, there looking. I was hey, serious. He was, was really for real about it though. Like he was like if, if it was the masters for us. Like he was really out there going. I, my, my, what won it when I jumped over? Remember, I set up the foul line and I had my man on the skateboard throw me the lob. I went well, I got over the picture and, in the phone. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, I cry every that time. That was 15, about, 14 years ago. You sure you still can't give me that audition with the Lakers? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, they need some shooting. You know, you know, what, you know the point I was getting at? You can understand this. Like, I, I got, I was, I'm like a basketball fan. So when I get into something, you know, like I love watching golf. I love watching basketball. I love watching MMA. So I was like, you know, I, I, I did Muay Thai for a while, right? And then I understood what the people were doing. So in basketball, I was always playing, and I was playing in all the, you know, YMCA, uh, all the spots that all the same people go to. I even went to Venice once, which everyone's nice there. So <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was playing everywhere, and I was, I knew my limitation because I have, I know people that can ball, and the thing that, this is what it, what I didn't want to be in golf. I was like, this dude. You always meet the guy that you end up ends, ends up wanting to fight you. <laughs> and I'm like, this guy is really like, this is what he does. And he's really going at me and I'm going to pick up my kids and go skate and do it. This isn't even what I do, but we're at the same level. That's what I was getting. At. I was like, man, you are trash. You got to, <laughs> you need to have like, I got a lot. I got a lot of things I could tell you that I do on why I, I wouldn't even, you know, like I got excuses, man. Like that's not what I do. But, you know, so in golf, I was like, oh, I'm never going to be that dude where it's just like, you know, you're looking at me sideways where you're like, dude, he's out of his mind, dude. Like, so I'm serious about it and I get it and I'll, I'll, I'll do the lessons, but 
not yet. <laughs> no, because I did one. I did one, and I was like, you need like 200 of these. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's true. And no, I was I like, I mean, I so that's why I said I thought it was funny when these guys are like, you know, I, I, got a, I got a five pack. I was like, what are, you, what are you trying to do? You know, I was like, what are you trying to do? I think you want to play me and try to get a shot at the best guy who can't play <laughs> in the sea of shit Dude, like I'm the champ. Play, we played with him. At, we go play at Weddington with the kids from Supreme Come, like Curtis and, and, and the Nuge and all of those dudes. Nuge. And fucking Sean, I mean, Sal walks up to Curtis on the first hole and he's like, what's with that fucking limp biscuit bullshit <laughs> Janko jeans fucking outfit? Like... Who are you? In, insane clown posse? Just first hole, dude. Never stops. He rode wow. the motherfucker. Curtis couldn't even respond. You should have seen the Curtis kid. Is Curtis at him any like, good? Don't know Curtis since he worked at Val Sur. Is he any good? Um, I beat him once. No, you got to <laughs> suck. Sorry, Curtis. If I beat you once, you suck. It's just like, it's, wow. it's just, I'm like, you know, it's like, it's unbelievable. If I beat you once, dude, you're out of the conversation. <laughs> you are freaking out. Like, if I play at Roosevelt, I could tell you what's going to happen. That's not my favorite show. McGregor is going into, it's going to go in that forest, bro. And the second shot, it's going to hook back and do the. Oh, same you guys thing. played together at our tournament at? No, yeah, we only did. Up. We only did three holes. Remember, and I then you cut across and you went and played with the better people. Maybe you're one of those guys. <laughs> I mean, I was. Uh, damn man, why you got to put you me out like that? Well, I wanted to play with Malto, so it was like, because it was just, it he wasn't like. wanted to like... play with the better people. Maybe Ben is at the level of the better people. <laughs> Malto's good. Malto's, Malto's really, really good. good. Yeah. yeah. Really good. I know that. And I asked you, and it's skating, you know, golf is like surfing, right? It's like, no, it's not. You know what? Golf is like a bad photographer that used to skate because people are delusional and they're like, Steve, you coming to my photography show? And you're like, God, no. <laughs> but they think they did something, right? So when, they, when they're playing golf, they're like, they think they're doing something. Oh, golf is one of the things where God. people think they're doing something, right? And you're like, dude, are you serious? Like, that is like, I thought my Charles Barkley King Griffey shit was bad, but what are you doing? Wow. Like, I've seen people standing and doing all <laughs> just standing this way trying to hit it over there i'm like man like yeah, relax sorry. this oh, dude man. is really this is the most amazing oh fuck analogy. i knew we weren't gonna get many words in when we had sal come on so <laughs> but, I, but i will say i've seen my i've graduated to the next level i can no longer play municipal with goat grass <laughs> I have, I have, I see it's levels to it, man. And I, I can no longer remember the old days, Steve, the old days. I'd be like, Steve, let's go. Steve would be like, I ain't playing that shit. And I was like, he's such a snob. He is. And then I figured it out. I'm like, dude, I am almost there. The next step to this will be like a, a really good course. that's over $10. Like Angelus <laughs> National or something yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. I played Shoal Canyon. You ever play there? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dude, I, Shoal's fun. I, 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 why do you think I stopped after the fourth hole? <laughs> I mean, they're greens. No, why terrible. do you think? JR, you're first. <laughs> I would say the fairways. I had no balls left. <laughs> <laughs> I I went through a hundred pack of Costco. <laughs> I was like, God damn, dude. You had the Kirkland ball? <laughs> they're just, the they were, I could not, they had like gaps and stuff. I was just, I was like, dude, Jesus, can I drop it somewhere? Gaps. <laughs> It's difficult, dude. It's fun, man. This is short this, course. So let me break it down, Ben. This is what I think. It, this is how I think if you, this is when I think that you're on the bottom level. If you, you know, you go to the tee, right? You go to your first shot. 
okay, and this has happened to several people that wanted a shot at the lower tier title. We're playing at Weddington, right? The first shot, they hit it into that bush. Now, if you know how to play, don't you at least get contact every time? Or do you, do you have like four or five shots on a nine hole where it's like it went like maybe six feet or something? <laughs> I'm like, dude, that is insane. You guys are insane. I played, look, th- I'll tell you the, be- I'm going to rat some people out. Go now. ahead, please. I'll tell you the best Vanuki story. I looked at the scorecard. That was, I had never even hit the, what was in my bag? I didn't have a complete bag. You, I only hit on the simulator and putt-putt, right? So we, he, we were going neck and neck and I looked on the card and I'm like, dude, that was, I hadn't been playing that long, Steve. That was when you first got me. That's the only place I went to Weddington. And I looked at the card and this is where your coach comes into play. And wow. I had him till the last hole, and then I imploded, right? <laughs> but we were tied. Then I hit it, and it went to the fence, right? Yeah. And he's like, oh, that's a, that's a stroke. I said, no, it's a drop. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, I'm going to go ask some people. In- this is how serious he was. I'm going to ask some people inside. <laughs> he went, and the, the people inside said, oh, the skins game here. You just drop it. You don't yeah. count it. He's, he wasn't good with that. So he walks over it all the way. Through the thing to your, finds your coach, and he's like, what happens if you get it up against the gate, right? Not here, just in general, right? And then he's like, oh, it's a stroke. He's probably talking about some PGA stuff or something. Right, 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 right. Not house rules. And, <laughs> right. then, and I have that scorecard, and then it's like, he beat me by a stroke. And I was like, dude, you're god-awful. And he's played forever. Remember what you said? <laughs> you said that you can't, you're not going to get better... He has stuff in his bag that that predates Mo Norman and played against sports. I had never seen that. What the what are they like? Uh, Civil War relics. I never seen people hitting with. You're shit. talking about whole nine though, Weddington, the 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 hundred yard, the the yeah, the nine. Yeah, the yeah, because you, you said the fence. Yeah, all the way. Yeah, yeah. Okay, to the clubhouse. So he he basically said, you know, whatever. Then I have the card. I'm like, he beat me by a stroke. I'm like, that is insane, because you can't play. If you if if you got me by legally, it would have been tied. <laughs> legally, <laughs> I'm saying, but I was like, dude, that's insane. I could not hit the thing, could I? I could not hit it yet. I had only hit on a simulator and been to putt putt. You guys have putt putt out here? No, that's what they call it in Louisiana, where you had a cute little commercial. You could Google it, and it was like the, you know, you want to hit it in between Lincoln's legs when it's doing that. It's like a miniature golf. Yeah, putt-putt. yeah, putt putt. Yeah, they got one. They got a couple of them out here. The putt putt chain exclusively is what I was asking. I've heard of it before, yeah. Okay, and I didn't. And but I learned the, how to play it. For the time. record, I didn't have much time at putt putt, so don't try to say I was playing a putt putt before I got out there and was close to him. My only experience was this guy bringing me into the simulator. That's how I learned. Steve um, got me into golf, and I, in the movement that Steve has created, um, he's basically got everyone that can't play golf into golf and we still can't play, but it's awesome. (laughs) No. And I like it. And the way I look at it, Ben, I want to get, you know, it's always this thing with skating where it's like, uh, what is it? That movie with cap Rooney with, uh, Jamie Foxx, you know, it's like, Oh, uh, any of a Sunday. Yeah. I'm Cap Rooney, dude. I keep skating and I'm like, oh, I'm not, I'm I'm done. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I kind of want to do some more stuff. And I, I, 
and then it met, and I'm like, I can't do golf yet. I, I could do it, but I can't quite do it yet because I want to go do that. So I'm like, the golf, I keep it to where I'm getting a little better, but I'm not ready to dump a couple of other things that I currently do. I always thought about golf before Steve. I was like, I'll get into it when I'm older, you know? So I love it and, I, and I'm highly into it, but that's, I'm going to do that serious, consistent lesson later. Do you still have the net in the mat in your backyard and all that shit? Been a long day, time for a long drink. The finished drink. Proud sponsor of the Par 3 podcast, Long Drink. Get yours at longdrink.com. Cheers. I didn't have the mat. I didn't have the net. I had a, I, I had a mat and I was hitting the plastic. Right, I was hitting the. You were hitting something, balls. sending me your swings in the backyard, and you, like a true friend, didn't correct me on those swings. <laughs> I, dude, I blame you for. I blame you for my swing. He, he's giving oh, wait, me some. Okay, so Sal, hold on. He man. gave me some. He told me all this stuff. He told me you got to hum. Remember that time? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was all you had to hum. I was like, mm, la 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 la. I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> he's like, you got to hum. Then he's like, dude, you got to stay. You get quit using your arm. Don't get your arm. I like did all. <laughs> I, every time I was like, Tim, dude, I'm doing, he's like, I'm doing what Steve said. He's like, Steve's a good golfer, a horrible teacher, man. <laughs> I did everything he said and it, no, I but figured I mean, out what was wrong. I'm asking you because you're not 27. Right. W when do you feel like you're ready to get lessons? I'm just curious. When, what are you waiting for? Well, you know, uh, I would say that, you know, I age a lot less than most people. You know, <laughs> so my, my, you know, it's incredible that I look like this at my age and I'm still able to, last time I checked, I jumped a car in a parking lot off a ramp, you know, I was like, move. And, uh, so I'm like, I got time because the stuff I did before it is like, uh, you know, it's, it's really hard and rough on the body. And this, I feel like is, uh, I don't know, you know, I feel like it's like, uh, I'm not wasting time when I go out and do it, you know? Um, but it's kind of like if I, if I took a whole lot of time with lessons and everything, you know, what am I doing with that? You know, I'm not entering tournaments. I'm not doing anything. You know, I like, I like playing with my friends and, uh, I could see how easily I could separate from the low tier to the high tier. I don't want to leave them yet. I don't want to just leave them yet. Okay, I get it. That makes I, sense. I want to stay fair. back with them. You know, I feel bad for them. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. I mean, Steve got me into golf too, you know? Like when I was thinking about it and everything else, he was the one that led me uh, into the right direction. You haven't been playing that long, have you? No. May 2nd was uh, my one-year anniversary of playing rounds, like actual 18 holes. So how many years? Not even... I mean, we're talking one year and some weeks. Jeez, you're like you're like one of them uh, skaters that's like, I've only been skating for two years. And you're like, two years? But, you know, I... I, I, I you was, never hit or anything before that? Yeah, I mean, I, I hit my first ball in November 2021. Okay. Like, never swung a club before that. But I got really serious with it, you know? I was practicing six days a week. You know, I really, really fell in love with it. And I, and I realized how bad I was. When I look at the swing, I'm like, God damn, that's so fucking terrible. It's so embarrassing. When, when was it that your swing got like where you were like, I got a swing. I'm going to call Steve. I'm going on the trips, the other trips. When did you see the other side? Probably October, November this past year. Okay. And you never played with the low tier players, did you? 
Honestly, no. I always play with good people. I knew it because I called you and you dismissed it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I called. I said, man, I got something for you. First of all, I want to get. I wanted to give you something, and then I was like, dude, you're always at Whittington. Let's play. I'm not going to break you down mentally. I like you. You know, you're no, not gonna- man. It's all good, I, dude. I, look. <laughs> We're going to get into the whole crazy shit that's going on in my life right now. But no, I mean, I, I, I think, um, I don't know, man. It's, 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 I mean, dude, I pivoted. This is, my, this is what I do for a living now. But you know? you're so, also a Bitcoin millionaire, correct? No. Man, you have time. You have time. All the time in the world. <laughs> See? Millionaire. <laughs> I'm saying you can do, like, you have time to do it, right? I do. I do. I make time. Yeah. It, it, like I said, it's always difficult. Like, uh, you know, two things I'm really good at is like... Uh, I can skate and I, I'm really good at music playing a guitar, right? So those are like difficult things that take a whole lot of time. You know what I mean? And with golf, you know, with golf, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm kind of, I know skating at one point, you know, I look at guys doing, uh, I look at older guys that are doing like weird things that wouldn't excite me because of what I've done. You know right. what I mean? I'm like, of course. Man, I don't want to go back. I w- I'm not going backwards, dude. You know what I mean? So yeah. when it gets to that point, that's the problem. I probably never will. But if it got to that point, I'd be like, oh, no, I'm done. Like if I couldn't jump up on that table or something, I wouldn't just be like, man, it's still fun. It'd be like, no, it's not. It's a terrible feeling. There's nothing left to it. And then, you know, I could see I like golf a lot, you know, Um and I think about it all the time. You know, I think about like, <laughs> like, all right, dude, I'm, I'm, I, you know, like, how do I get that over? Like, if did I fix it? You know, but like I said, I know the commitment that it's going to take. And no, yeah, it is a commitment. And I kind of, I, I looked at it from the point of to, uh, you know, with my son, I was like, I'm going to get him good because I don't want to be the dad that's like <laughs> waiting a car. And I'm, I got like the, I got like the fifty pack of lessons, and it's like, dude, you didn't get him three. It's like I'll get him. I'll let him get good. Look, I'm. This is gonna be the last skater I bring this story up because we've had Costin and Malto on here, and I just have to tell you because you said delusional. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. You know, I grew up in K Town, and yeah, you know, I skated with Hasoy and and Nottis and all these guys, and I remember like, probably through junior high and high school, I was a pretty decent skater. I was all right, you know. And then I didn't really skate. I mess around a little bit, you know, here and there and kind of touch the skateboard. I own skateboards. I've always had skateboards in the house. And I told Costin, hey, man, what's up with these GX1000 guys in San Francisco? They follow me. They want to go out with our boom. I had no idea, bro. What they were doing is like, I've played with the best in the world in golf. I mean, literally the best player in the world. I've played with them. I'll do that a thousand times on TV anywhere before I ever go skate a hill in San Francisco with GX1000. Yeah. Dude, and then like a week after, one of their main guys died and yeah, I was supposed yeah. to be with them. So I was like, yo, when you get delusional, it's a different level of it. You said there's levels to it. That's Oh, don't, don't mistake me what I said because it's like what the thing where people get delusional in general is like, you know, golf is going to take time. Like, is that what you did? You know, like incredible pe- people that play really well. It's like, you know, like, well, that's what they did. You know what I mean? They started and Steve will say like, well, you were skating when you were a kid. I was playing golf the whole time. Yeah. So it's like, but there are a couple of things like, you know, like people do it with art all the time. It's like, man, your art sucks. You know, <laughs> but they think they did something. And they're like, Steve, you coming to my art show? God, no. It's like, <laughs> they think, 
and, and golf is one of them things where it doesn't expose how bad you are. You think you're doing it. People, I don't. I know from all the other stuff that I've done. <laughs> I was like, that's the guy I can't be. So I see it, and I'm just like, man, you're not doing anything. You know, your swing... <laughs> Your swing looks as bad as like your your swing is like Barkley style. Like Sal takes engines apart in Jeeps and shit, and then re cleans everything and re puts the engine back. It's actually plays no, the guitar. It's, it's BMWs, okay? BMW and Ford's. engine builder, fucking all like types of hard what, shit. Like old school vintage. No, or? like E thirty nine M. Oh, E thirty nine. Okay. So, so I, I, you know, like I said, I get into some hard stuff, but I, I get it. You know, it's like some people did that, and I, and I say. Like not, you know, it's not like people are people that skate are delusional. People that's that do something one thing really well, yeah, and then think like, you know what, man, I could just go do that. Right. But it's like, dude, you're starting, you're starting that. You know, you're actually just starting it. They don't really tend to do that in many other things, right? Yeah. But it's because you get the lifestyle of like people are going to do bad art, they're going to do bad photography, they're going to do, you know, maybe it's. It's a uh, golf. It's certain things that don't expose how bad you are. You know, a lot of people rap. That, like, I was just gonna say rap. It's like <laughs> rap is definitely one of those. I was say. But you know, it's like because they're popular in one thing, and then they're like, dude, I could just jump over there and put this album out, dude. And it's just like it's no. things that that like, they please, think they're doing. Please something. stop. Yeah. <laughs> like, bro, please stop. Now you know how I feel when I watch people play golf. <laughs> but you know, like there's the, there's the guys like, hey man, I'm listening to nobody. Follow your dreams, bro, no matter what. I agree with that. And you're almost turning 40, and you have never been yeah, good at rapping. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. Well, I'm just, I'm saying. just saying like it, but, you, you know. No, no, I'm saying those are the people that. that really probably need to stop. Be like, okay, bro. <laughs> but at the same time, in the world we live in today, you could be really good at what you do. It could be golf. It could be music. It could be dancing. It could be whatever. And you still might not make it. Yeah. You know, because it's just there's so many different, you know, aspects of, of of becoming successful in something what does that what does success mean to you i think anyone can do anything but i think they have to apply like if someone's really good at like say surfing then they have to apply that if they start playing golf or whatever and say okay i get it it's the same journey it can't be like well dude i'm i'm killing on the surfboard like why wouldn't i just all of a sudden walk into golf and be that guy he got a good example yeah. with him he got he's really good at basketball and then wanted to get really good at golf so then there's like a, a, a strategy not hope i want yeah. to get really good at golf so i'm gonna do this that that's the question i had like what from you know there's basketball football baseball you guys get a lot of spare time in the off season i would assume you know and which guys are best cut out for golf? Is it the guys in baseball that pitch? Is it the lineman that's two hundred? I mean, four hundred pounds. Like I think in like in each sport, it's it's, it's a correlation between a quarterback because the the throwing, baseball throwing, basketball shooters, hockey players, like certain slap shot artists or whatever. But like baseball, certain certain guys who hit home runs like. I was just in the Bahamas and watching and uh, watching Ken Griffey swing. It's like the, one of the most beautiful things you've ever seen. Just like you would imagine, like his baseball swing is just as good as his golf swing. And then you look at other guys like Derek Jeter, who's just a base hit guy. He's hitting every fairway. He's just they just it's just certain necks. So baseball you has you you know how to swing a bat properly, right? Yeah. Okay, does that have is it similar in terms of hips and? 
terms of hips, yes, but the dynamic of it is like they're they're more like chopping down and chopping wood and and in a, in a golf swing that's going to do nothing but create that huge slice. So in a sense, no, because their square is a little different than than the actual golf swing to me anyway. But I I haven't played baseball at their level, so oh, I would know because my swing is. You might as well pitch me the golf ball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using arms. <laughs> I'm coming in like He-Man. I'm like, oh hey, no, my God. That, I, by the way, I fixed that, okay? I figured out what you couldn't tell me and what your simulator was wrecking in my game. <laughs> tell us you, about the off-white SLB project that you just did. Oh, that was great. You know, I was, uh, I was a fan of Virgil. You know, streetwear, it's always been like, you know, what is someone going to do? Put a color on something? So it was interesting to me when, you know, I'd always follow that guy's career because it was so interesting. Everything he was doing was like, oh, I would have never thought of that. That's kind of what it was. It was, you know. And he really respected the world that we came from. Yeah, he understood it, you know. Yeah. You know, when I got an opportunity to talk to him, um, he knew my background. He knew the stuff I did. did. And it was really cool because I was like, dude, I, I, I wouldn't be sure in ideas if I could, you know, work with you. I always wanted to do... You know, when you do shoes at like a skate level, when you design them, you know, with skate companies early on, you have a lot of ideas and you're pulling stuff from the Nike catalogs. And when it comes back, it <laughs> doesn't quite look like what you right. had in mind. And so your resources and your design and the person you're working with, you're really limited, you know, being a, being a consumer of all things fashion and always, you know, wanting to taking several trips to Italy, always trying to make something and not having it show up back here, you know? It was really cool because it was like, you know, you figure working with him, um, it was great because he was like, all right, you know, he understood like the valuable side that we have is like graphics. You think of skateboards, um, you think of like anytime high fashion borrows something from skating, it might right. be something graphic based, right? Um, high fashion, well, we, we always borrow like the, the fits, right? Like if shirts all of a sudden get wider and, you know, a little bit, a little bit higher, it's like, well, we get, we're getting that from them. It'll change. It'll revolutionize like the fit. Right. right? So it was great to, to work with someone that could contribute. You know, you're like, you do the fits. I'm not going to tell you anything. Let me apply the artwork on it. And then let me put like, uh, you know, you see a lot of high end fashion companies do like weird skateboard projects where they have weird skateboards that super expensive. You don't know what to do with them. I was like, okay, let me give you an option. Maybe you want to leave it. I don't know if you've seen it. You know, it's like, maybe you want to leave it in a packaging. It's kind of <laughs> cool. Or you want to take it out and do something with it. So it was a, it was a true collaboration where two people got to work together, you know, two legends, man. It's dope. So it's really dope. Well, I thank you for coming. Yeah, no, man. That was, dude, that, this was not what I expected. And you fucking kill me, Sal. Like, this was amazing. And I can't wait to see Curtis and all of them. And Curtis is always going to, he's going to be mad, you know? I mean, he, I think his background is Frisbee golf from his outfits. <laughs> <laughs> but he'll hate Sal, that. I'm give him my new number. Okay. We're going to go to, go to Weddington. Okay. Can, when? When are we playing? What do I got to do? Where do I got to get to? Let's, there's let's a level. Go next week. No, let's there's go. a level. JR is like, I don't know, dude. These skaters <laughs> are some weird. This should be talking my ear. Bro, I played with Nuge a couple of weeks ago, bro. I had a ball. So you I went with Nuge? Nuge is the greatest. Oh, Nuge has been a victim of mine. Guys, guys, guys. <laughs> shout out to Burgess, she wrote. 
Okay. Yes, you, sir. Where'd you play with them? We played out at Angels. Okay. Oh, so you do the low tier. Yeah, oh, yeah for man. sure. What? That's my, <laughs> I'm a common guy. I'm the people's champ. You Steve, know? Steve won't hit on anything that doesn't require like. No, Angels is legit though. It's just a lot of people don't want to spend that kind of money. No, you Steve know. only hits on the finest. If you oh, no, noticed. for sure. <laughs> he, that's not a fake Instagram. That's no, that, that, like, that, that's, that's country, club. <laughs> country Club Steven, for sure. Yeah, he won't hit. He won't stoop down to the, you know, play it against sports package. You know, he won't go down to that level of municipal. Where, where, where's, where's my hat at, bro? I, I, that's why I called you, but you didn't call me back. <laughs> <laughs> were, you, were you ducking me? Were you ducking me because you didn't want to play me at Weddington? Bro. I'll play you anytime. You got a lot to lose if you. you if I, no, 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 no. See, you have too much pressure on you. My, my, my first hole in one was at Weddington. I know. You, yeah, so. Michael Sal, Jordan is a bimbler of basketball. You, play him, you were doing, you were doing all types of stuff. Come you on, you are Sal. legendary. <laughs> I need, all, I need an exclusive interview with, interview with you because the the progression and everything. You know, I got to get you on my. I got to give sure. it. I got to give it up to you. That's you're serious. You're locked in. Definitely, definitely, man. And I'll play you for a thousand hole. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for coming. Thank you, Sal. Over now. Appreciate it.